Lukut HaSicha is Chelek Chavbeiz, Parashat Tzav Sicha Beiz, a summary of the Sicha. One of the Karbanas that is brought in this week's Parsha is what's called Chavitei Kayin Gadol, which is a Karban Mincha that was brought by the Kayin Gadol every single day. It was, they would mix the flour with oil, bake it, and then they would break it into pieces. That's the meaning of Chavitei. And they would, uh, the Kayin Gadol would bring half of it in the morning and half of it at, at late afternoon. Uh, at the same time as the Karban Tamit. And he brought it from his own funds. It wasn't from the communal funds, it was from his own funds. So the, there's a discussion about what happens, it's in the, in the Mishnah, it talks about, if a Kayin Gadol died, and they had not yet appointed a new Kayin Gadol. So who brings this Chavite Kayin Gadol, who brings that Mincha carbon in the, in the interim, before you get a new Kayin Gadol? So one opinion is, Shimon says that it comes from the communal um, funds the community pays for it meaning from the same place that they take all the communal carbonists they, that, that fund pays for it as well and the Yehuda says no it comes from the heirs of the Kayin Gadol, his family, his sons or his family that, that are the heirs to his estate, they bring they pay for the carbon and the Gemara explains the Machleikis of between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yehuda focuses on the Pasuk that says, that's in this week's parasha, The meaning of that Pasuk in its most literal sense is that since this mitzvah was given to Aaron, it was said specifically to Aaron, so the Torah says that when Aaron, when a new Kayin Godel is appointed after him, after Aaron passes away, a new Kayin Godel has to be appointed, of his sons, meaning of the Kayanim, he also should continue and do that Chavite Kayin Gadol. That's the simple meaning, but he interprets it this way. The anointed Kayin, which means the Kayin Gadol, who dies, Tachtav, instead of him doing it, Mibonav, one of his sons, Yasa Isa, should do it. From there he learns that it should be one of his sons, or heirs and so on that should do it Reb Shimon says that there's the Pasek concludes Chukas Oilam it is a law which is eternal but the word Oilam also could mean the that where does it come from from the Oilam from the community so he learns from this Pasek that it comes that the community funds that carbon if the Kayin Gadol is not available he passed away so to try to understand what's behind this Machleikas First, we have to expl- understand what exactly is this carbon chavite kayin gadol. The carbon mincha chavite kayin gadol. There are two ways to look at it. One way is that it is a communal carbon, just like every carbon tomate. Since it's an ongoing carbon that br- that's brought every day, the only kind of a carbon that's brought every day like that is a communal carbon. On the other hand because we see that the Kayin Gadol has to pay for it from his own funds when, it's, when the Kayin Gadol is paying for it not when he died and there's nobody to take over when he pays for it so he pays for it from his own funds so that makes it into a personal carbon not as a communal carbon so to understand why it could be you know what is the difference of it, why it's seen as a, a, either a personal carbon or a communal carbon so the ha- we have to understand what is behind. Why is this carbon brought? The Chinuch explains why the, what the meaning of this carbon is. Since the Kohen Gadol is a shliach, 
stands between the Yidin and Hashem and he prays for them and he, he uh, achieves atonement for them and so on. Therefore, it is appropriate that a person like that should bring a specific carbon every day on behalf of the community. And he concludes, and this will be a benefit for him and of benefit for them. So according to this, it comes out that this is a, it's for the purpose of achieving atonement for the community. In other words, it's a communal carbon. On the other hand, there are those that say, no, it's a personal carbon. For instance, the Barbanel says that the, uh, the purpose behind the carbon is in order to enter before Hashem with humility and with a carbon of a poor man, a poor man's carbon, because a, poor, a mincha was considered a poor man's carbon. A wealthy man car, uh, man's carbon or a, an average person's carbon was a, an animal carbon. A mincha was the poor man's carbon. So the Kayin Gadol stands before Hashem in humility and he brings a poor man's carbon and he even goes so far, so far to say that Hashem wants communal carbons but he also wants a, a personal carbon and so therefore he identified it as a personal carbon of the Kayin Gadol. Based on this difference we can now explain why what happens if the Kayin died, the Kayin Gadol died, who should bring the carbon? If he can't bring the carbon on behalf of the community, so who should bring it? The community. The community pays for it. On the other hand, if we say that it is a personal carbon to him, so that if he can't bring it, so then his heirs should bring it. So it, it falls into place. Based on this, at least according to what uh, Rabbi Yehuda says, that it should be brought from the, from the funds of the heirs, it explains the way the Rambam um, ex- uh, presents this he says if the Kayin Gadol died in the morning after he brought the first part of the carbon which is brought in the morning and they haven't yet appointed a new Kayin Gadol the heirs of the Kayin Gadol bring an entire new carbon for the atonement of the Kayin Gadol that's how he puts it, he adds those words so why does the Ramam add those words, for his atonement and how does he know that it's for his atonement so the answer is, the Rambam, by adding those two words, he's trying to explain the reason why the din is that the heirs bring the carbon rather than the community. And in fact, he brings, there's another question that could be answered by this. Rabbi Yehuda changes from the words in the Pasuk. The Pasuk said, Echad mibonav yasa, I say, his sons, one of his sons should, do, should bring the carbon. And Rabbi Yehuda says, the Yarshim, the, the heirs, he doesn't say the sons, he says the heirs. Heirs could mean either boys, or it could mean girls also. If he doesn't have any sons, then his daughters bring it. They, not bring it, but they pay for it. We're talking here about paying for it. The, so the, the women of the family, the daughters of the Kayin Gadol would bring it. How does he know that? Why does he change from the words of the Pasuk, which says the sons? In fact, the question is even greater. We find precedent that son, boy, kayanim, male kayanim, bring the, the minchas chavitin. Because every time a kayan is inaugurated into the Avaidah, the first day that he comes to serve in the Beis Hamikdash, the first thing he does is bring a minchas chavitin, the inauguration carbon. So every kayan ends up bringing a minchas chavitin. And needless to say, if one of the sons is actually going to turn out to be the Kayin Gadol, then for sure there's a connection between the sons and the Minchas Chavitin. But there is no precedent for a woman to
to pay or be involved in the Minchas Chavidim. So why does Rabbi Yehuda say that it's one of the heirs? So the Rambam answers this question by answering, adding these two words, Avur Kaparosai, the whole carbon is brought in the absence of the Kayin Gadol, still for the atonement of the Kayin Gadol. In other words, it has nothing to do with the heirs per se, and therefore it doesn't make a difference if it's a son heir or a daughter heir. It has to do with the Kayin Gadol himself. It's still being brought on his behalf, and therefore whoever is his heir has to pays for it in order to achieve atonement for the father. And it doesn't matter who it is. According to this explanation, the difference between whether it's a public carbon or a communal carbon or it's a personal carbon can also explain a series of Rashi's on this matter. Rashi quotes the words HaMashiach Tachtov Mibonov, which we already talked about, about. And he explains, he just says, HaMashiach Mibonov Tachtov. He reverses the two words. The Pasuk says, Tachtov Mibonov. And Rashi says, Mibonov Tachtov. And then he goes on to explain what is kolil taktar, that this carbon should be completely burnt on the mezbeach. And he explains, it, you don't scoop from this carbon, a normal carbon mincha, every other carbon mincha, you scoop from it a little bit of the carbon, burn that on the mezbeach, and then the rest is eaten by the, the owner or by the kayanim, whatever the case may be. This one is not going to be scooped, because the rest is not going to be eaten, the entire thing is burnt. That's how Rashi explains it. So we have to understand, in the first Rashi, what is he explaining by reversing the two words? They seem to be saying the same thing. How does, what is more understood when Rashi reverses it? Even in the second Rashi, the word kolotokter means it should be completely burnt. So what did Rashi add by saying it's not scooped, so that the rest can be eaten, the entire thing has to be burnt. That's what kolul taktar means. It means the, re- the whole thing is burnt. So what did Rashi add by saying, by, by exp- unpacking it in that way? In fact, we know that Rashi already discussed this or mentioned it earlier because he says that the mincha of Akayin is completely burnt. And he doesn't find it necessary to explain over there what he means by fully burnt. It's understood, it's fully burnt. Then Rashi goes on to explain, because the Pasuk continues and says, and in fact, every mincha that a koyin brings is fully burnt, kolil is fully shall be fully brought on the Mizbeach, it shall not be eaten. That's what the Pasuk says. So Rashi explains over there what the word kolil means. Kula all of it is equal, equally brought to the Mizbeach. So why does Rashi fa- suddenly, he already talked twice about Kolil in the earlier Pasuk that we said, in our Pasuk, and now this is the third time that he appears. it appears. Suddenly Rashi feels the need to explain that Kolil means it's fully brought onto Mizbeach. He didn't find it necessary in the previous Pasuk to say that, or a few Pasukim back, why now? So to explain... What's bothering Rashi in that he needs to explain all this is why there is a change in the two psukim. The first pasuk, which talks about the kain, the kain godel's mincha, it says kolil taktar should be fully burnt. The second one, which talks about the ordinary kain's mincha, it says kolil tia shall be fully, you know, in its entirety shall be what placed on the mizbeach burnt on the Mizbech. He doesn't say the word burnt. 
So Rashi explains that there are two different ways of treating these two carbon minchas. It sounds the same, but they're not the same. Rashi says when it says it should be fully burnt, he says it's not scooped in order that the remainder should be eaten. Rather, it's all of it is burnt. What he means to say is, it is scooped. You have to scoop because that's what a mincha you do for a mincha. You scoop it, burn this part that you scooped, and then you burn the entire thing, the rest of it as well. So he's telling you, you don't scoop it in order the rest of it should be eaten. You scoop it, and then the rest of it is also burnt. But it's two separate things. You have to burn it in two separate... You go through the motion of scooping, burning, and then you burn the remainder as well. In the second passage where it says, it should be in its entirety placed on the Mizbeach, means you don't even scoop it. You just take the entire Mincha and put it onto the Mizbeach. Not that you're scooping it and then burning it. You put the entire thing in its entirety on the Mizbeach. That's why the words in the passage are phrased differently. How does Rashi explain? What's the reason that there is a difference whether you scoop it and then throw it on the Mizbeach or you, do the whole, you throw the whole thing on the Mizbeach in, entirely? It ba- it's based on what we said before. Rashi sees it in Pshutosh Mikra anyway because it could be different. I mean, you look at it from the perspective of Halacha, it could have a different, as is well known, that Rashi doesn't necessarily interpret all the Psukim as they are in Halacha. He looks at it in the simple psukim, the way the simple psukim presented. So from the simple Pshudosh Mikra, the carbon chavitim of the Kayin Gadol is not a personal carbon. It's a carbon that comes every single day together with the carbon tamid. So the Rashi says the Pshudosh Mikra lends itself to interpreting it as a communal carbon. And therefore, it's not to be seen as a Kayin's carbon. It is an ordinary, simple, communal carbon. And every communal mincha is scooped, and then the scoop is burnt. And that's why this one has to be done that way too. Only the difference is that because it is in the end brought by the Kayan Gadol from his own, from his own uh, funds, and therefore the rest of it is not eaten because it's a carbon of a Kayan. Of a Kayan. So it has, the rest of it has to be burnt as well. But it has to be done in the same way as a carbon mincha that belongs to the community. On the other hand, the, the ordinary kain of a, min, a mincha of a kain, since there is, it's, it's going to be burnt all entirely, so therefore you just put it on the mezbeach in its entirety. There's no need to do the scooping. That's how Rashi explains the difference. So according to this, that Rashi holds that the if the Kayin Godlush would have died, then the community brings the carbon and not his heirs, not his sons. Therefore, in order to make to deliver the message that it's not the heirs of the Kayin Godl that bring the carbon should he die, it is the community. So therefore, what is the correct interpretation of this Pasuk? The meaning is only if his son becomes a Kayin Godl only then would he end up bringing the carbon. In other words, the meaning of this Pasuk is not to be interpreted as, if the Kayin Gadol dies, what do you do then? This is not what the Pasuk is teaching. The Pasuk is simply teaching that if the, when the Kayin Gadol dies and his son takes over, he takes over the bringing of the carbon 
Minchas Chavitim for every day. It has nothing to do with what do you do for that one or two days. So Rashi is saying Hamashiach, and he says the word Mibonov only if his son is placed instead of him, only if his son takes over the position. Then this that's what this pasuk means. Then the son will bring the karma chavitin. But if he doesn't, then he does, then this this pasuk is not talking about him. Based on this explanation of the difference, whether we look at it as a public carbon or a an individual, a personal carbon, so we can understand something else. The Gemara asks: So, so what does Rabbi Yehuda do with the pasuk chak Eilam, which Rabbi Shimon used to teach that it's brought by the Eilam, meaning by the commun by the community, not by the individual? So now we have these words. Rabbi Yehuda has these words. What does he do with them? So he explains. That teaches that this is a mitzvah that goes on forever. That it has to continue bitmidiyas. It's not just for Aaron and his time, but it, that it goes on forever. So then, what? why doesn't the Gemara ask, what about Reb Shimon? How does he know that it has to go on forever? So the answer is, Tysus explains that Reb Shimon has no doubt that it goes on forever. He has no reason to question whether it should go on forever. Rabbi Yehuda might have a doubt whether it should go on forever. Why? Because he could. He says that it might mean this pasuk might mean that Aaron himself should bring it every day. And what about the, his sons after? His sons after have to do it on the day that they become a kohen gadol. And the pasuk has to tell us that because since they already did it when they became an ordinary kohen, in other words, when they were inaugurated into the regular service of a kayan. So therefore, I would think they don't have to bring it anymore. They did it already. So the Pasuk says, no, on the day that he becomes a kayan godly, he has to do it. So that's why he needs a Pasuk to teach, no, the kayan godly has to do it every day, you know, going forward. But if Shimon doesn't need, he says there's no reason to think that way. Of course he has to do it all the time. What's the reason that they have this? Why does he take it for granted and he doesn't? The answer is simple. Since Reb Shimon holds that it's a communal carbon, and a communal carbon goes on forever, a carbon tumid is brought not only by a certain generation or a certain kayan uh, gadol, it just goes on forever. It goes on because the tzibur. There's a rule in the Gemara that says tzibur loy meis. The community as a whole doesn't die, even though it might be possible that every single member of the community should die. Like the Gemara brings a, a, an example that the people in the time of, I think, Tzidkiyoh Amelech, which was the last king before the destruction of the first base of Migdash, they worshipped uh, Avedu Zara then. Seventy years later, they came, they went into Golas. Seventy years later, they came back and they rebuilt the base of Migdash. So they brought a carbon chatos in order to atone for having worshipped Avedu Zara 80 years earlier or whatever it was. So the, the Gemara asks, could all these people died already how could you have a carbon chatas that's called a chatas shemesu ba'aleha a chatas which the owner the person that that uh, that uh, was maktish that designated that chatas died what happens when with such a chatas you can't bring it you have to let it uh, die you just have to let the animal die so if they're bringing a carbon chatas today for people who every single person in the community died what, how could you bring such a karmachatas? An answer is tzibur loy meis. The entity of the communal, the community doesn't die. 
each individual in the community may have died, but the community continues on, and therefore the community has to bring that carbon. In a similar way, since the carbon chavitin of the Kayin Godel is a communal offering, so why would you think that it should stop? Of course it goes on forever. The community is still here. It goes on forever. It's their carbon. But if you go according to Rabbi Yehuda, that it was the personal carbon of the Kayin Godel, where do we see that that is something that goes on forever? A personal carbon? We don't find that, so therefore the Pasuk has to teach that it goes on even after the Kayinol Aaron dies, so his son, the one that takes over, should continue the, the carbon forever. Another point that could be made is also that if you look at it as a communal carbon, so then it's, it's, it's likely that the mitzvah of the Chavite Kayinol is not to be seen as a daily, newly occurring carbon but rather as there is a mitzvah that every single day it's an ongoing chiyuv you bring it every single day it's one mitzvah that is, has to be done every single day but that, not that there is a new uh, occurrence of a mitzvah every day when you bring that carbon because the community is an ongoing thing it's not that a new community is you know is it becomes a new community every day it's an ongoing entity and that ongoing entity needs to bring a carbon ongoing on the other hand if you see it as a personal carbon since we don't see that a personal thing goes on eternally then it would come, it would come out that the mitzvah for the Kayin Godel to bring a carbon on that day is a new newly occurring chiyuv today he has to bring this carbon the next day, it's a new mitzvah. He has to bring that carbon the next day. Because there is nothing eternal about an individual. Which could explain something that the Teres Kainim says. On, in, on the Pasuk, Zeh Karban Aaron, this is the carbon that Aaron shall bring, on the day that he is anointed, a mincha tamid, an ongoing mincha. So the Teres Kainim says, that the, what the Pasuk means is from the day that he is anointed as the Kayin Godel, he brings this Asiris Ha'efa Ad Oilam, until for eternity. Or maybe we should say that it's only on the day that he's anointed, in other words in his inauguration as a Kayin Godel, then he should bring it, and then he doesn't have to bring it anymore. So the Torah says no, Mincha Tamit, it is an eternal it's an ongoing Mincha. From, so then why is the, what the Torah's Kayin continues why does it say why does it say on the day that he is anointed because it tells us it, what it means to say is on the day that he is anointed he brings a carbon and it goes on forever so we have to understand this because in the end what is he answering why does it still need to say if it could have just said and then you would know it goes on forever and obviously, when should he start bringing it? Of course, when he becomes a Kayin Gadol. It's a Kayin Gadol's carbon. So why does the Pasuk have to say that word? What is he answering? What the Teres Kayinim is trying to say is that the Pasuk is telling you that every day that he brings that carbon in eternity is biyayim himashach oisa. He's reliving. He's reenacting the day that he was anointed. Because it's not an ongoing carbon. It is an individual carbon and therefore has to be brought 
it has to, we have to be told that it's brought every day. It's a new mitzvah every day. And he goes so far as to say that every day it's as if it's his inauguration on that day and he brings it again on that day. And if we see it this way, it would actually make a, a difference in Allah because then one would say that just like a, an ordinary kayan, he's not allowed to do any Aveda until he has brought his inaugural minchas chavitin. The first day that he is introduced into the Aveda, he has to bring the minchas chavitin, then he can go do the Aveda, but it, not before. The same thing with the Kayan Gadol. Since this is a day of inauguration, or that's the karma that he brings for the inauguration of that day so then it would stand to reason that he has to bring this carbon the very first thing and then he can go on and do other avayda every single day he has to go through that and the Rebbe goes on to compare this to what it says in Torah in Lukut Torah which is the Chesidah Parsha. so it says on this Pasuk and the Lukut Torah asks why does it say why doesn't it say miyayim from the day that he is anointed, he should continue bringing it forever. Why does it say on the day that he brings it, that he is uh, anointed? And the answer is that what this means is that every single day forever, as, as the Kohen Gadol, it should, it, he introduces a spiritual energy just like the day that he was anointed. That's why it says, every day that he does it, it's like, in other words, although it's Ad Ailam, but every day it's Biyayim Mashachaisa, which is exactly, it fits so well with what the Nigla idea is that he relives the anointment, uh, the anointing, the day that he's anointed every single day, and it's the new inauguration carbon every single day.